This is Hanspot, your weekly spotlight on a Korean term you must know today. Hi everyone, this is your host, Michael Lee, and this week I have a specific question for you all. Do you remember, oh man, I loved this when I was young, do you remember comic books? Comic books. The real comic books. Not the movies we see now with Wonder Woman and Batman and Superman versus whoever, but those super thin, almost newspaper-like pages. You can pick up a small copy in the drugstore or the bookstore, or maybe you just read the Sunday edition of Dilbert, for example, uh, every weekend. Comic books, we don't tend to think of it anymore, especially in this more digital age. And it becomes more of a kind of juvenile memory. Some of us still look through them every so often when we're waiting at Barnes & Noble, or some of us even collect comic books. But essentially, they become more of a, a younger generational enjoyment. Now, in Korea, I'm very happy to tell you that the art and the culture around comic books is very much still alive. With a little bit of a caveat, we don't call them comic books, we call them webtoons. Webtoon, saying with a Korean accent. Web as in the internet web, and tune as in cartoon. So parts of two English words put together create webtoon. Now, you'll specifically see this phenomenon a lot, especially on the subway of South Korea, in Seoul, for instance. If you ever enter a subway, you'll see a lot of people staring at their smartphones. No surprise there. A lot of people will be watching TV shows or dramas, looking at chats with friends. But a lot of them, you'll see, will be continuously scrolling down with their thumb. And if you actually spy a little bit on what they're doing, many times, they're reading webtoons. So imagine you reading a comic book, right? You flip from left to right as a regular book. And even if you read online versions of comic books, you kind of click from page one to page two, etc., and so forth. But a webtoon, what's unique about it is that it's designed specifically for a smartphone. So that instead of having to click through images on a smartphone by tapping, it's made in one continuous elongated vertical image. So like, as you guessed it, you can just scroll down from top to bottom and be reading a different form of book. That's what a webtoon is. Now, I'm explaining what webtoons are for the English-speaking community because you might not have experienced this type of artistic production even living within Korea. But I also want to stress for the Korean community how special webtoons are and how unique they are to the culture and how important they are in terms of our artistic production. It shouldn't be underestimated. I know webtoons can easily, easily be associated with things like manga, in Japanese culture or Chinese culture or Western comic books like Superman and Marvel comics and whatever in America or Europe. But webtoons, at least from my experience, I have seen nowhere else in the world. And there is a whole ecosystem now that supports the production and, and proliferation of webtoons. And I want to make this argument here right now that webtoons are a unique new generational medium for artistic discourse and production that's very specific to Korea. And hopefully we can bring that technique to other countries as well, other societies, other communities, because it is a very accessible technique, much more so than comic books are today. Everyone, nearly everyone has a smartphone. And so nearly everyone has access to webtoons. Not nearly everyone has access to a painting on a white gallery wall. Not everyone has access to physical comic books or books in general. Not everyone has access to ways that we assume people consume artistic work. And so webtoons are actually a unique opportunity that we can capitalize on even more in terms of affecting our society. Now you might be thinking to yourself, oh well, 
no, this is a unique way to use you know, cell phone comics. What's so special about that? What's incredible about the use of webtoons today is that those cartoons, those comics, those series of illustrated images are actually one of the very few ways that creative production comes into mainstream Korea. Now, when we think of creativity in Korea, we typically think of K-pop or dramas, movies even, uh, pop culture in everyday life. But in terms of art, pure art, something made, physical, or experienced, webtoons are actually the most productive industry within South Korea. And you'll be surprised. High, highly viewed webtoons have millions of subscribers, for one. Some of my favorites include Lookism, which is about a story of uh, a very average, ugly little fat boy who suddenly switches bodies with a extremely good-looking model-like person. And you follow his daily life switching between the two bodies. Or Pejinsu's Friday comics. They're called Friday. And he does very psychological, very meta comics with very deep existential questions. A lot of these are extremely adult themes. And because it's one of the most available outlets for illustrated creativity, for creative work in that sense, uh, more so than galleries and museums, more so than art auctions or any kind of other artistic experience, it's actually the most used vehicle, the most used medium to express societal problems, to have societal discourse, to, to tackle generational issues, for example. Uh, in Pejinsu's Friday comics, for example, he he consistently deals with problems of rape, of identity, of suicide, of self-worth, of being a part of a larger society and picture, of being a cog in a wheel of a nation, for example. He deals with extremely difficult topics that one, the mainstream news can't handle, two, the mainstream media in terms of dramas and, and music videos and songs can't handle. And so comics are a way of bringing those problems to light. So I've linked a couple of examples in English. There are English translations of some of the more mainstream, well-known webtoons like Friday or Lookism that I mentioned before. And check them out. At least try to understand the physical aspect of what I'm describing in terms of the verticality of it and the unique proportions of this new medium that I'm trying to argue. And as always, be sure to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash house. And you can download all of our episodes for free at soundcloud.com slash Hansi Kaus. This is your host, Michael Lee, broadcasting from the blazingly hot New York City right now. And this was Hanspot, your weekly spotlight on Korean culture today. Yeah.